Our family Bible story for this week is the story of Mary and Martha, Mary sitting at Jesus' feet. It is a catechism story chosen especially for the third commandment, remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy, which is part of the congregation at prayer for the week. The reading is located in Luke 10, verse 38 through 42. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. As we read the text from Luke 10, keep in mind these central thoughts. First, God's word alone calls us to faith in Christ. Our faith is dependent upon the word of God, and the word of God is that to which faith clings. Number two, God's word alone gives us every grace and blessing of life and salvation in Christ. Number three, God's word alone gives us the hope of the resurrection to eternal life. Number four, nothing is more important for the Christian than to hear the preaching and teaching of God's word. That is how rest, which is the meaning of Sabbath, comes to us. And number five, Christ comes to us in no other way than through his word. So as I said, this particular reading has the third commandment in view. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. And its explanation, we should fear and love God so that we do not despise preaching and his word, but hold it sacred and gladly hear and learn it. Luke 10, verses 38 through 42. Now it happened as they, Jesus and his disciples, went that Jesus entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part which will not be taken away from her. This is the word of the Lord. The word Sabbath means rest. And while it is true in the Old Testament there was a specific day designated as the Sabbath, the seventh day or Saturday, patterned after God finished his work on Friday, he rested from the work of creation on Saturday. It also looks forward to the week of redemption when Jesus finished his work on Good Friday and then rested in the grave on Saturday to be raised to new life the next day. This Sabbath rest ultimately is about the Word of God. How God gives rest and imparts to us every spiritual grace and blessing through His Word. This is why in the New Testament, Christ having fulfilled the obligations of the law, the church has observed Sunday as a day of rest for preaching and teaching in celebration of the resurrection and that Christ has fulfilled the law. 
What you have in this account is the very simple contrast between Martha, who is busy with many things, and the things that she was busy with as a hostess were not in and of themselves bad things. But she was worried about many things. And what she was not concerned about was the one thing needful, namely, hearing the word of God. So Martha is contrasted with Mary. Mary is a picture of the Christian who sits at Jesus' feet listening to Jesus' word. The word of God is that which creates repentance and faith in our hearts. It is what comforts us. It is what bestows the forgiveness of sins and life and salvation. These particular women, Mary and Martha, were from Bethany. They were the sisters of Lazarus. Uh, Jesus was very familiar with them. They are described elsewhere in the Gospels as Jesus' friends, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus, whom he would later raise from the dead. You might ask the question, why did Martha welcome Jesus into her home? Well, because she believed in him and she loved him. And she wanted to do something for him and to care for him and for the disciples. And there was nothing wrong with that. Uh, but it was Mary who sat at Jesus' feet, not Martha. And <clears throat> Mary was not sinning by listening to Jesus' word. She was receiving what Jesus himself describes as the one thing needful. Martha, on the other hand, is a picture of how we are all so easily inundated with the responsibilities of life in the workplace and in the home. And even in the church, we can be occupied with church work, you know, serving on a committee, volunteering for fundraisers, this, that, and the other thing, and neglecting the one thing needful, the preaching of God's word on Sunday morning, Sunday morning Bible class, Thursday coffee break Bible study, the opportunity for catechesis, the use of the congregation at prayer at home. These are all of the ways in which we sit at Jesus' feet, and these are all of the ways in which Sabbath rest comes to us. So Martha, occupied as she was with serving Jesus, was also distracted with her resentment for her sister Mary. Think about that. Resenting someone for hearing the word of God. But that sometimes happens in the church. I have heard over the course of my career people saying things like that. This person never does anything in the church. All they do is come to church. Think about that. They come to church regularly. They come to Bible class. And they have other things in life that they are busy with that they cannot be necessarily engaged with various volunteers, volunteer activities at the church. Isn't that what is most important? To hear Jesus' word, to teach it to your children, to pray with your wife. So Martha was angered at her sister for not helping. And she carries her complaint to Jesus. She also accuses Jesus of not caring for her, that Mary is not helping her with the work and asks him to tell Mary to help her. What Martha is actually asking Jesus to do is to tell Mary to stop listening to God's word. And he can't do it. And he won't do it. 
We are never to despise preaching in God's word, but we are always to hold it sacred and to gladly hear and learn it. And that part of the small catechism, not only not despising his word, but holding it sacred and gladly hearing and learning it, is a gladness and a delight in God's word that is created by God's word itself. It's a wonderful mystery how you can be cold in your heart and in your affections, but if you take up the discipline of praying the Psalms, listening to the word of God, singing the hymns, before you know it, your heart is warmed with gladness for God's word and you desire to hear more. So that's part of what is behind the description that we have in the small catechism. To gladly hear and learn God's word is a product of or a fruit of receiving uh, the word of God and meditating upon it. So this sitting at Jesus' feet is not just Sunday morning, it's not just Bible class, but it is throughout the week as we pray with our children, read Bible stories with them, uh, recite the catechism together with them and try to learn by heart ever more deeply the promises of God's word and the Bible verses for the week and in what the catechism teaches. Notice what Jesus says to Martha. Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but Mary has chosen that good part which will not be taken from her. The comforting promise contained in Jesus' response to Martha is that for those who hear his word, his word will never be taken from them. For those who desire to receive his word, they'll never be without his word. God will provide for them his word. And that's a very comforting promise to us in the face of persecution. As long as we hold fast to the word of God, desire in our prayers to hear it and to receive it, it will never be separated from us. Again, I emphasize that the activities that Martha was engaged in were not in and of themselves sinful, but they became idols for her when they became more important than hearing God's word. When Mary sat at Jesus' feet, she wasn't simply receiving information. Through listening to the word of her Savior, she was receiving her Savior himself with all of his gifts. Luther said in the large catechism, God's word is the only holy thing that we have. It makes our lives holy when we hear, receive, and believe it. It calls us to repentance and faith in Jesus. It proclaims to us forgiveness of sins and gives us the gift of eternal life for Jesus' sake. It comforts us when we are in distress and it bestows upon us the peace of God during times of distress. God's word helps us to love God with all our heart and to love our neighbor as ourselves. God's word gives us the peace of God that surpasses all human understanding. God's word gives us Jesus with all of the blessings of salvation. God gives us the third commandment to teach us that we need to hear his word and the preaching of it more than we need anything else in this world. God's word is more important than anything that we might do or anything that might occupy our time. Without God's word, we cannot know our Savior, have the gift of salvation, or live faithfully in this world. This is why we are called not to despise preaching in his word, but to hold it sacred, 
and to gladly hear and learn it. Jesus gently called Martha to repentance for being distracted from what she needed most. He also called her to repentance for resenting her sister Mary, who was listening to Jesus' word. He does the same for us. Mary wanted God's word, the one thing she needed more than anything else. We need God's word too. Jesus promises those who gladly hear and learn God's word that it shall never be taken away from them. Let us pray. O Lord Jesus, we need to hear God's word more than we need anything else in this world. Give us a true desire, delight, and eagerness to come to the divine service to hear the preaching and teaching of the gospel. Grant us repentance for every way we are distracted from hearing your word by the things that we do or the things that we think are more important. Forgive us our sins against the third commandment and never take away your word from us. In your holy name we pray. Amen.